Yeah, I'm good. Dude, I got the bucket. I got the neon orange bucket, man. Dude, honestly, this is like my dog. <laughs> Everybody comes up to me and talks to me about my water bottle. It was a Hollywood Bowl yesterday. The security officer was like, yo, man. Yo, is that is that a water bottle? I was like, yeah, man. He's like, is that metal? I was like, nah, it's plastic. I'm like, it's plastic. He's like, is that Under Armour? I was like, yeah. He was like, tough. That's dope. I, I might need to cop me one of those. I was like, yeah, homie. You only need to drink two of these and you're going to be good for the day. I wonder if it caught the my gulping sounds. Man. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I really like food. <laughs> Dude, and you know what's food. funny? On, like, all these dating apps, <clears throat> these girls, like, they'll, they'll, like, say, like, I like fun. I like guys that make me laugh and I like food. I'm like, wait, I like all those things too, but girls that make me laugh. Let's like hang out. And I never hear back. I don't know why. Like, am I doing something wrong? Is it wrong? Well, when you're sending them photos of your left elbow, <laughs> I mean, that's going to my weenus, man. You got to send them the weenus. Dual weenus. The, the left weenus. That's, the that's my rapper weenus. name. <laughs> left weenus. What flappy skin? What, <laughs> what is? <laughs> what apps? What apps are big now? I've you, been off the scene for. I use I guess, Hinge. I four use years Hinge. now. Yeah. Everyone I've talked to, that's the that's, the that's one, scene, is that the go to? So what's different about it? It's it's just you know it's kind of like the Fortnite of dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bus. <laughs> It's just a you just a you, bus you get you get on you get on the bus and it flies in the air, and so pretty much the goal is you gotta like jump out of the plane, or jump out of the bus rather, and then land in these different areas and answer questions about yourself, <laughs> and those questions pop up on your profile picture. And do you have to like profile page scavenge for minerals? You you have to take an axe. And like hack away at that heart button, but also like hack away at like shink, interesting shink, shink. comments. Cause like they put like, what are, what three things you need to know about me? And then they list those three things. And you could actually like things? that comment. Uh, you can like the specifics. You can like the specifics and then comment on it. And that's what, so it's just a really good conversation starter. Cause the biggest problem with dating apps is like, if her, if her tagline's like, if you're under six feet, don't even bother. Like how 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 do if we, if we match like up? That. And I don't put my height on it. So when we match up, I don't know. Well, what you're to like say. what six seven six eight, dude. I'm like dunking in the eighth grade. I'm six thirteen, bro. Oh my god. god. Six Man. foot six foot nine foot twelve, dude. I just tell people though. When was the last time you saw a tall old person? And that usually shuts them up. So <laughs> <laughs> on my profile page. Uh, what do I do? What do I say? Is that no? Hold on, I haven't. Do you I, just start off like yes or no? <laughs> no, okay. Where 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 to find me at the party? Because all these girls that they, they they use this question too, and it's always like at the dog or wherever the animal is. <laughs> uh -huh. and so I'm like wherever the dog is, because that's where all the girls are, and so many <laughs> girls like that. I'm like, oh my god, you're so right. He's like, Dude, oh, he's he's admitting he's on to us. Fellas, the thing I could tell you, a big life hack, like 
Listen to girls, man. They'll tell you what they like. What? Right? I Wait know it's crazy. You're not listening to me, Johnny. Johnny, you're not listening. Do, if, what, if, what you if you treat them like humans and what, real people. What if you like listen to them, bro? And, and stopped listening to your and, own and, animal and brain. You, like took actions based off of what they said. Oh. You just solved all world wars? Dude, no, for real. I mean, Helen would have never left Troy. If, if he had if, only listened. If Agamemnon just like ate her out like she asked, man. Like <laughs> she wouldn't have like fled to go be with Paris. Something, man. something, the Odyssey. Something, something. Maybe it didn't really happen like that. <laughs> mm. Because maybe history was written by the victor. Anyway, that wasn't the point. So my other question. And that's your second question, that, right? Like that, who is history written by? <laughs> who really writes history? Uh, a random fact I love is I just said it in a shorthand, because a lot of girls also like this one, but like the smart girls will also be like, well, not technically, it's it's a joke, okay? <laughs> Humans share 50% of our DNA with the banana. Wait, what? That's real? Yeah. What it is more specifically is genetic composition. So like 50% of our genes, like because we're like things, we just... So we, we're yeah. bound to... We're bound to so, have some redundancies so I, I with eat bananas. a banana every day. Yeah. Which, is that like so, pseudo-cannibalism? And so then it fucks you from the inside and gets in your DNA. And that's why you're 50% banana. Yeah. I don't <laughs> no, I can't... I, can't, no, I got two like bananas hanging the there. the genetic sequence. You know how like humans and dogs have a general origin point way in the distant mm-hmm. past, right? Uh, where we kind of diverge. And so the remnants of that, like we have our reptilian, you hear that that phrase, the reptile brain. Mm-hmm. If you believe in evolutionary theory, we <laughs> kind of, at, we're one point And reptiles. if you're listening to this podcast, we can't be sure. And we can't be sure. I mean, you might, I'm, you might not I, be. I, the science is unconvincing, honestly. <laughs> um, I read a thousand year old book, 2000 year old book. Yeah, well, and that's and, a uh, well. Considering the Earth is means. only seven thousand years old, that's a significant I, percentage. You know, you know what I was thinking about this, bro. Let's hear. It. What about the tide, though? Like <laughs> it goes in and it comes in and it goes out. Like, and then your, God, your clothes it must get, be God, and dude. Your, your your clothes get cleaned and they come in little pods. God is in the pod. God is in the pod. God is in this pod. Podcast. God. God. Can podcast. you hear me? Can you hear me? Hey, man. Oh. Can you can you bless me, Drew? Sup, bro? I've been meaning to tell you about this. The Earth is only fifty-two hours old. I just did this as a joke. It wasn't very funny. <laughs> so. So, the, so considering so the Earth's not, that that young, uh, I, I just I don't know. Dude, how Chance the Rapper happen. thinks it's, it's it's that young too. He like tw- we talked about it. He oh thinks God, the Earth's Chance. like four thousand. Yeah. No. But okay. Okay. But okay, who so, who did the Twitter thing? You mentioned Bob. Bob. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, the flat, flat Earth. Earth. Yeah. Two years ago, I put in my Instagram story. Yeah. Two years ago, like Bob. I like Bob tweeted like something about like. All of these, all of these maps are wrong, and he like links to a globe or whatever, <laughs> or like a, a a map. And technically, he's right because like when you superimpose uh, 
an image of a globe onto a flat surface, there's distortion. It's, yeah, it's imperfect. So that's what he's claiming that he meant. But this dude was a flat earther for so many years. So I was like, man, you get, gotta get off the flat earth thing. You gotta get because off that Because it was like a link thing. to the globe, right? The globe, like a flat position in the globe. So a flat earther would be like, this ain't real, right? My favorite thing is, uh, was it Kyrie Irving was like that? And it's like, dude, you hold a ball. Yeah. You hold a, gl- you hold, you hold, <laughs> you hold a, a, a sphere in your hand. That is your job is to dunk the sphere. Like zoom in on it, zoom in on that basketball, and it'll look like when you shoot the J. That's like advanced physics that we figured out and went to the moon because the Earth's a globe. And then, well, I mean, he's got enough to deal with mm-hmm. hopping around. I think he's he's going to New York now. This Brooklyn. is where my knowledge. This is where it ends. But it, 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 I don't NBA even and flat Earth crossover, bro. I like watching hoop hoop, but like <laughs> hoop hoop with the and ball I, ball. I played hoop hoop. When they, the ball ball, when they uh, slam, the slam dunk the touchdown. Slam dunk the touchdown on first base. And to get the 40 love. get Ooh, and I think they get an extra point after. So we're going to start. We've discussed this in, in a previous pod. Uh-huh. We've got to get a musician's sports league. I think we actually discussed <laughs> yeah, 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 it. I don't know yeah, if we got yeah, that on mic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. With, with our guest, Bats Next. Yeah, it was like uh, we got to like fighting fighting against gamers gamers versus musicians or something so we're gonna we're gonna get this going mm-hmm. and there's there's two ways we could take it we okay could, i think both just the more serious we take it the funnier yeah one is docu style where it's kind of like your hard knocks like Dude. training like you know it, it, we see we see us like being oh my god being terrible at whatever sport it is yes and it's embarrassing and then it cuts to the interview and it's just like well when i was when i was growing <laughs> up my my dad said i could be anything and <laughs> And just sad music and people are like crying and the, or and then the office and it zooms back at at like at five or six missed shots oh my. from this is a fail comp yeah you just put a fail comp as b-roll super serious or or yeah, it's I done up like a super serious sporting a thing so like action music hey Basketball.ジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジャンジ
it should it should double as a photo shoot and then just replace all of my profile pictures. <laughs> and I should put my height this time and just be like, seven two. <laughs> oh my god, my yeah. And they're like, damn, he my is. sister, my my <laughs> sister. Uh, <laughs> he is just comparison photo. It's just all like short people. If you're if you're seven foot two, with. you just you gotta put you gotta wear like a, a a necklace with a ring on it so people can just dunk on you. <laughs> yeah, walking dude. Around. Wait, mobile. So you're a mobile basketball. Wh- what if what if instead of catfishing being tall, you like deep faked you you were tall. Oh so like gosh. you like superimpose your face all of you like put all, tall people. all your so all <laughs> tall people and then you like still cosplay as a tall person in real life. So you just buy extra long pants, <laughs> buy extra big cars and you just get you just become a like stilt virtuoso. A stilt virtuoso and you like develop your own technology. So think about this in order Whoa. to just increase your your dating pool all you need to do is become Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be easy, guys. Yeah, okay. Tony Stark. Or you can just up your game and just go go big. Yo, go. I'm I'm on Bing right now, and I'm searching Bing. for applications to the Stark internship. Stark Industries. Oh, shit. I didn't get the news. Well, He's- well sir, so we're in the interview, and um, yeah. welcome to Stark Industries. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name is Tyrell, and I like gardening. <laughs> well, uh, can you Mr. teach me to garden? T T Rail. It says here on it's, your it's, resume, it's, it's, it's Tyrell. You got it. You got to let it slip off your tongue. Thank you. T- well, I'm a I'm a I'm a white uh, interviewer, so I can't pronounce it correctly. That's, oh, that's part of the bit. Uh, oh. So, um, Tyrell. Tr- oh. Man, that's some so, bullshit. <laughs> So you have um your gardener. What what type of uh plants do you go? Azaleas? I exclusively cultivate amaranth, actually. Okay, and what is that? I ma- <laughs> Bits of what what is that again? I it's like it's like some sort of plant. I I was at the Hollywood Bowl yesterday. <clears throat> this was my roommate and a couple of girls, and we were watching like this country singer or whatever. But we got there early and we picnicked. And her name is Irene. She played uh, the Prokofiev with Kaleidoscope a few months ago. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, she's dope. She's really she brought, she's like the snack queen. Like she came up with like this crazy hummus, this crazy salsa, oh and then like these blue corn tortilla chips li- with she's, amaranth. She's little little good snacks. She's little good snacks. We got. I got to introduce her to Jesse for sure. Oh my God, so they can merge Jesse can, can and just have her snack a game. complete snack. Spread, dude. We should do a snack symposium. She could play if she plays and on her next album. The, it's just yeah, called Snack spread. Symposium. The Snack Symposium. Jesse, that's much better. If you're listening, you're probably not. I love you still. You need to make a snack symposium. That's the next. That's the next tape. If she just if she could sell her own custom snack brands mm-hmm. instead of Beats Beats by snacks. Dr. Dre, it's just snacks, just snacks. by Little Bad oh Snacks. Oh my God! Yes, dude. Jesse, please, please, Jesse. I'm gonna. Like Doritos has gonna nothing. None you. of that fire and ice Dorito bullshit. No, it's just bad snacks. Bad it's snacks, just, snack snacks. It's just nacho cheese flavor with amaranth. <laughs> we still don't even so, know what that is. So yeah, I cultivate amaranth, and I, I have a couple of have a spice garden too. So I like cultivate like some saffron, some turmeric. You want some turmeric? It says here on your resume that you've been out of work for. 
eight years? Uh... Yeah. Well, see, what had happened was I got on the YouTube and I learned <laughs> how to garden. Like, there was this dude named Gregor Mendel back in, like, I don't remember what year because I learned how to garden on YouTube, man. And so, okay, so. You know, the crazy thing is you could that? actually do probably that. learn how to 100%. garden on YouTube. Yeah. No, you can make a, you can have a new I wonder how on the internet. Yeah. P- positioning ourselves in an actual interview, like the phrasing to get what we do across. Mm-hmm. Because before in New York, since I was multiply employed with actual institutions, it's very clear this type of job here. And it was a stacked resume, but out here where I'm fully freelance, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to yeah. do that traditional. So when I'm interviewing for Stark Industries, I'm trying to work at one of their um, Stark Windies. Are you giving me advice right now? No, I want to know. Like, Wait. how do we go this? I would, you know, and this this has served me well. And I, I learned this from a friend in the pod, John Hong. You just got to make the that OG. shit sound good. Like, if if you, like, clean bathrooms and McDonald's for 12 years. You're a custodial you're, you're engineer. A, you're, you are a sanitation technician oh, of 12 great. years experience. A porcelain you're engineer. An innovate, you're an innovator. Uh, you're a chemist. Uh, you know, you know that you got to get the lemon pledge and take it with the the what's that bald dude? The bald Mr. Dude? Clean. Mr. Clean. You just there's like a three to one ratio. Say you do my that, name, and it gets everything right. Oh my God. You're a chemist, dude. Oh my God, so. Mr. Clean. Brought to you by Mr. Clean. Mr. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. My dick. Mr. <laughs> it's a new crop preserver that we're making here. Uh, sponsored by Red Apron. Red Apron. Red Apron. We got to release that. That. Uh, oh, we, we haven't. Re- we haven't done Red Apron. Okay, so today's commercial. To, we're gonna. We'll, we'll, we're gonna we'll play be, we'll it right, right now. We'll be right back. Yeah. Here's here's a, a buy our very real products now. So here's the thing, Drew. We have all these meal prep services that are giving me like all these exotic foods all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I'm just full and I'm like learning lots of different cultures and how to like in- improve my, my health. Mm-hmm. Um, what if I just don't want to do that? Is there a service that could help me out? Yeah, man. There's this service called Red Apron. Red Apron? Red Apron. Red Apron. And so what Red Apron does is it ships food straight to your door that's already been prepared to murder you. Red apron. Red apron. Red apron. Red apron. And what red apron does, it's from Russia. And Mm -hmm. they send your potatoes across the Atlantic to your door. Straight to your door. Oh my goodness. So it's wait, you're telling me I can get just potatoes. Just sent to my door? Yeah, who wouldn't want that? You can make fries from potatoes. You can make fries from potatoes. Wow, that sounds amazing. How many potatoes do they send me? 17 potatoes. Oh my God, that's a whole month worth of potatoes. They only send potatoes in prime numbers to your door. (laughs) And this is to promote communist ideals and to change the way that America thinks about food. See, in, in, in Russia, you don't prepare food. Food prepares you. Food prepares you. Food prepares you. Go into Soviet Russia and they get potatoes from the ground. And then they take those potatoes and they ship them across the ocean to San Francisco, where uh-huh. they are 
incredibly carefully prepared for battle against humans. That does sound like San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Red apron. And they make the frogs gay! (laughs) (laughs) Mmm, Dude, Alex Jones. What I wish we could do. Human. I wish we could be oh, the Alex, the, the Alex Jones of music. Like what? What oh crazy? Well, Dude, that could be a. Great, that's kind of like slip disc, though. They're um, gonna dox kinda. us now. No, they just you know post who does that well? Crap? Who is? We've talked about him before. Clepper. No. Uh, yes. Well, because he had the imitation yes. show. Uh, internet comment etiquette. On oh, okay. That's a yes. Yeah, that's a good he, one. He he. He really does it in, incredibly. I, I still am blown away. Every video he makes, they get better. Uh, they get more fourth wall breaking. Uh, and once you've been around, you can you can slap that wall. It's genius. I, I think that what, what happens, especially in our world, especially our increasingly digital world, is mm-hmm. we put value on high, we put value on something that looks expensive, right? Mm-hmm. And so the typical YouTuber that would just have, just afford a regular camera or shoot something with their phone, we think, well, obviously this content's not going to be good because they can't afford the gear, which means they don't have the budget. If they don't have the budget, they don't have the talent. That's that's just so, that's why YouTube's so beautiful because that's it breaks that rule. It breaks that convention. Mm-hmm. There can be such great content on the planet. And there is great content on the planet that's not getting views. That's not Always. getting. But one time, you know, they a video goes viral and that's it. And then their whole catalog, people see that they were like this the whole time. It's, and then they. It's like that in music. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah. One of these takes off. And for composers, that's almost what you're banking on mm-hmm. because you're hoping that someone. You build up that back catalog with the hopes that, you know, each piece can get a little better. But also, when you do have that hit, you can deliver with something else. You don't have to suddenly rush to mm-hmm. fill the void. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different. So with, for instance, like film composers, you want your gig to open up future gigs. Mm-hmm. Because everything is future forward. There's not a whole lot of use. Yes, resells, listening, enjoyment, artistic things, but there's not a whole lot of use for you for that back catalog other than proving that you can do the future project versus your just stock classical composer. Damn, the dude. goal, because the back catalog can be reperformed. You want it out there. Mm-hmm. It helps. And and since you're not attaching your name to something, you are the name, you're the brand, you're the mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. You want You want that back catalog there for when you have that success. So then that's how you snowball your revenue. So instead of just investing, putting money in the bank, I think it's kind of important for composers and artists to try to invest what you can early in yourself and in the craft. Yeah. Because if you can create enough intellectual property that is valuable, you have to be realistic. Is this valuable for the future? Mm -hmm. But if you have it there, you have that catalog that can then feed you much more money than if it was even just sitting in an account. So you just gotta like 
if you want to make it I- Ikea, you got to make some furniture. Or you got to <laughs> not make the furniture, just like make the parts. You got to have that. You got to have that pamphlet with that little parts. dude. You just got to make a lot of beats and put them on SoundCloud and just see what happens. And then you got to make people. Them. You got to make people walk through it on a designated path, but it's really complicated. <laughs> and they go through and and nothing's in English, and you're so confused. Yeah, and then you got to like somehow always end up at the food court every time. Like, <laughs> and, and next thing you know, you're down twenty meatballs. <laughs> You're sad, and you have no. You don't know how to put your. And you desk don't have together. any furniture. You just went there for lunch. Did you hear about the person they um? People. Considering we are only 15 minutes away from the biggest IKEA in this hemisphere, what the Burbank IKEA? Oh, I think I went there. It's that humongous. Was tough. You'd know. It's crazy. We, yeah. I'll never forget when we first got here. Literally, me and uh, Amy were we're driving towards it. We're trying to find where's the IKEA, and we go over this oh, hill. Oh, it's huge. We go over this hill. And my eyes, I thought I was, is it the desert heat? Is it a mirage? It looked like the ocean was right there. Uh-huh. And it's because even for how far away we are, down the street, uh, quite a distance, was the Ikea. And, you know, it's that dark blue. Uh-huh. And it was so large. It filled up kind of the sky, <laughs> the street, oh, sky, the floor. Like I the, didn't go to that It looked one. like sea level. Oh, no. The side of the building was so it blue. It looked like the Pacific. But we were, dri- we were driving like, towards oh, the hey, ocean. Oh, hey, when did we get to the... Co- that like, whole. I was like, "Where's IKEA? There's the freaking ocean." That's, and then it gets you get that's you get like deeply religious. Meatballs, three lamps in a pack, a sofa that has its name like Hornchurch. <laughs> and it's on sale. The Dude. the oh so. We get in there and it's nuts. It's humongous. Now, here's the thing. With Ikea, I can't remember. There was some report that someone went in. You know how they have the arrows and the numbers to get yourself around? Yeah. Someone at one one of the Ikea locations went around and put arrows, like shifted them around, and people were getting lost at the Ikea. They were going in loops. What a great move. What a troll. I love it. Wait, that explains so much. That's funny. That's why I get lost. <laughs> Dude, that is that is sinister. Can you imagine? You make just a store so big and you purposely fuck with people so they can't leave and they keep looking in it. Furniture. It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, you build wait. that path, uh-huh. everyone's walking on it, and then you delete the path, and now you got 300 people trapped <laughs> in your park. And they Ikea just keep should do this. Money. Ikea can learn from Roller Coaster Tycoon. And then Ikea, you start, you have people, they have to build their own bathroom. Oh, yeah. So you have to buy your own toilet in order to use it. There's oh, no public yeah. toilets. And it's got to be heated. And it's got to come with a bidet. <laughs> well, it's I, uh, I, I it's I Ikea. It's it. like a slurper burper. Oh, it sucks it out of you. It's a- <laughs> Thank that you. Little, that little, <laughs> the Ikea dude with the phone is like question mark after he slurps it up. It's like, you know, call and help. Help, it took half of my lower intestines. (laughs) Another thing Ikea could could learn from Roller Coaster Tycoon is after everyone has to build their own toilets, so you've profited off that. Then you you put them all, they have to get on a giant piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. You turn up the top speed on the the sherberberderp-a-derp, and then you launch it off, and they all die. And they all, ooh, that's dark. Well, it's Roller Coaster Tycoon. (laughs) Do you you ever get to experience that? I think I play like... 
Sim theme park. That's oh, what I okay. used to play. Could so you I kill people on Sim theme park? Not really. They would throw up Not everywhere. Good. People and you had they to clean up. Anksters. Did you have to hire your own janitors? You had yeah, to do that. Janitors. <clears throat> Porcelain uh, scientist. Uh, oh, they, you had, had there were scientists like they did R and D to like oh, they come did up that with too. new. Dude, I think it was a rip off. One hundred percent of it. But it was fun. I missed that game. That was super dope. I miss Monopoly Tycoon too. I used to play. I didn't play it, dude. You like built businesses. You set prices. It was really yeah. cool. Remember when they uh, started handing out games at movie theaters and grocery stores? Like mm-hmm. they'd give out the demo uh-huh. of just random PC games. Yeah. in public spaces, you walk in, be like, "Oh my god, it's uh, wow!" I am a gamer, dude. I just realized I'm a gamer. Yeah, I really was for. And when I was at Juilliard, I didn't play games. That was why mm. I was so depressed. Like, I'm a gamer, dude. We, I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, where I, we, I stopped playing games. I just didn't. It's not like I became more useful no. or more functioning. I just found new ways and you were to less waste happy. time. And I was less happy. So not only did I waste the same amount of time, I was less happy. <laughs> Speaking of being uh, less happy... What's a day in the life like? Wait, I want to figure. I want to first of all before. Yes, I'll I'll let you know. But wait, what what team would I be on then? What team would you be on? The gamers or the the musicians? You'd have to be on. You got to. Do you have I a degree? In, you have I, a degree oh, in making in, money. Yeah. You have a degree in music. That's true. I don't think so. I mean, I like to say I got a minor in League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to undergrad. Dude, I played that game. Dude, so that'd be. Much. I'd have. I guess I'd have a minor in Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Dude. Oh, yeah. I played a little bit of Call of Duty. Oh, dude, man. me too. Just oh like fifty God. days of. <sighs> Of but actual days. Day in life. Day in the life. Day in life. Okay, of of me. So we're at. Uh, so Drew. Yeah. What did we just do? I want. We want to create a time capsule of what is going on in our lives right now. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. What's good? Boop, 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 boop. Shoo. I'm gonna step in here now. Shoo. Okay. What, what are we? Welcome to the here? time capsule. Welcome where, to the time capsule. Where we preserve our memories and our experiences forever. Ever. Or until an EMP blast. So, Drew, what's, what's going good? on? What's good? What's good? Um, so I saw you before the Marriott shoot. Mm-hmm. So we got Marriott. So Marriott and Brand Ambassador shoot. But, the Lollapalooza. I played with Half Alive at Lollapalooza. Sweet. Um, in Chicago, and that was why I want to talk about that first because I'm still editing the Marriott stuff. Oh my god! Uh, and I'm I'm like Lollapalooza. Really? Yeah, so Lollapalooza in Chicago. It's like, is that like Comic Con for lollipops? Hmm. Do people just dress up as their favorite lollipop? People dress up. <laughs> they barely dress. <laughs> you know, like it was a lot of like early twenty somethings, which I I came to the realization because. Look, okay, I I'm on I have a podcast now. So you're I'm famous. Old. No, I'm old. Oh, sorry. I, well that <laughs> yeah, too. Look, I'm looking at these 22 year two, two year old kids and I'm like, oh, I'm and I said that we said this on like episode nine. I'm a different human. I'm a different human than those people do. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta pay taxes. You gotta pay taxes. <laughs> like I got bills. And like so they're running around, maybe on drugs. Uh and they're still kind of cute and they're kind of looking at me, but I'm like, no. 
Like you, you are bills. cute, but I feel weird, man. No, and so I kind of felt awkward. Let me grab him. I'm gonna yeah, grab him. Yeah, okay. Oh, and for the listeners out there, the third question on my hinge, in case you were wondering, ladies. Uh, <laughs> my my third prompt is never have I ever. And the uh the prompt is been beaten in Monopoly. Come at me, devil face. Let's go. So if you wanna throw down, come through. I'm a gamer. I don't fuck around. Don't at me. I'll beat you in Monopoly. Monopoly. Fucking tycoon. I don't even need to be the banker, man. Cause we all know the banking system's rigged. Right? Right, Shiloh? Right? So Lollapalooza. Yeah. What were you doing there? I was performing with Half Alive. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're a really cool band. I performed on Kimmel with them a couple months ago. And so essentially what's really, I can sum up my Lollapalooza experience in about three parts. Okay. All right. Everyone check out the attached PowerPoint. Yes. The first part. Uh, here into fourth, <laughs> no, <laughs> just just throwing Article a whole bunch seven. of words together. Just you, you know, when you're trying to write a college paper, a research paper, and you just throw like these it's crazy 2 words. You have a You've thesaurus been on open for like three this, days. The zesty, plethora, intangible, of breathtaking. You know, you just the duality add, add of those. the binary diphthong and diphthong. <laughs> so. The first part was the performance. So, you know, we fly in, it's cool. We uh, go see one of their shows mm-hmm. at a bar called Shuba's. Um, and then we go to the hotel, go to sleep. Um, my poor roommate, Jay, I'm sorry, man. I think I snored that night. I woke up, <laughs> he was wearing his Bose noise canceling Oh, brutal. I was like- You got I, canceled. Because Cancel I didn't culture. work out that day. I think working out keeps me from snoring. Because I was on the plane all day. I hadn't really slept that night. Let's get so those I was airways going. Yeah. So um, it's to get the fat off of me. But uh, so the next day we go to the venue. It's at Grant Park. It's outdoors. Uh, we perform at uh, T-Mobile, the T-Mobile uh, stage. It's pretty dope. Uh, Saba came after, uh, came after us much later that night, performing the same stage. Fire. Uh, so we performed. There were so many people, dude. Um, first of all, I got on stage and I'm, I go to plug in my uh, I go to plug in my uh, electric acoustic carbon fiber viola. Oh my god! Say that again. Electric acoustic. Do you have to regi- register that as a deadly it, weapon, bro? I have to. TSA looks at you like, "Are you good, my dude? Are you good? Are you good?" Um, but anyway, it, Andrew Glasser, shout out! Thank you so much for the for the viola. Uh, and Matt Bell, friend of the pod, connected me to nice. Andrew Glasser, so that's why I have that viola. So, um, shout out Andrew Glasser. I was out performing at Lollapalooza with your instrument. It's pretty dope. So I go to plug the quarter inch into the chin rest uh, to connect to the sound, to connect to the DI, to connect to the sound system, right? And I start plugging it in and the whole chin rest almost come, falls off. Oh, no. I look and like the hinges that that attach uh, a chin rest to the body of the instrument, mm-hmm. 
they were all loose. And like they have a tiny little hole and you have to have a special I key. I thought you were saying like lubed. Open. I was like, oh, oh no. They were loose. They were they were lubed too. They were ready. They were ready to fuck me because <laughs> my chin rest <laughs> almost came off in front of everybody. And there were, I would say there were easily 2,000 or 3,000 people just, just right there. What's the just worst right there. performance experience you've ever had? Like where something went wrong, either technically or... Uh, recently I was performing with the ASO playing the Mendelssohn Octet and I oh, this is tuned, a big. Back, I tuned backstage. Yeah. We were performing at the universe, at the, uh, symphony hall. It was Mendelssohn Octet of, and it was just like 500 people just, and an octet I'm viola one. So I have some solos. I tuned backstage, get on stage. We start the piece. It's the third movement of the Mendelssohn. So it's so it's really tough. It's like this really light scherzando. The programming doesn't make much sense. Why are you going to open a concert on the third movement of Mendelssohn when you could just open it with the fourth? The fourth is actually much better anyway. That aside, <laughs> I get on stage, I'm playing, and then all of a sudden I play my open C and it's like, a B natural, oh, but like baby. a few cents even flatter. So what? it was almost a B flat. And I had a heart attack because I have solos where I have to play off of the C string. So then for the rest of the performance, I have to- Compensate I have to compensate. I have to shift every time about, and like think and transpose like a whole step up to kind of get and that's into- recent. That yeah, that's that was sus, my dude. And it's scared yeah. so, so that's not like a you're not having a lot of time to figure that out. That was really upsetting. I had that um, was really upsetting. What about it you? wasn't a big. What about you, I had a bunch. Something always goes wrong. There's two: one non-classical and one classical. So the first one was just awful timing. I was playing a regional production of Greece. I was guitar one. <laughs> And so that's a complicated book. You know, yeah. there's a bunch of people in the audience. And just, it's I just one of the very John first Travolta shows. No, it's immediately. I, I, I was like, that, huh? That'll do it. I mean, so I was John Travolta. Oh, nice. And so I'm sitting back there, just John and Ian, and I'm I'm lightening my grease. And the very the very first notes of the whole show is guitar, you know, like your typical mm-hmm. lead-in. Mm-hmm. And somehow in the 10 seconds between testing out taking a breather, and then starting off the show, one of the cables dies. One of my cables dies. So no sound, no sound, nothing. Oh, nice. And everyone else, the drum, it was just disaster. And I have to spend the next two songs digging it out. I was playing on someone else's rig mm-hmm. just for that show. Really? For that for that particular, the ri- not, not the okay? whole run of the show, that, that particular that song. That show. No, oh, okay. like, it, was, it was a student show and the other the guitar book two player was gone, but he had better rig. And so I hopped on his and one of the cables just died. And so he's got tons of pedals. So I'm sitting, I have to experiment to figure out and I have to do it quietly to figure uh, out what's working, what's not during working. A, during the show, well, the show's going on. I'm sitting there. <laughs> second. No. So yeah, Grease did not lightning. Um, oh, the second show, uh, a, di- a different experience. In bassoon land, uh-huh. I'm playing in a group with another Trevor. So two Trevors. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm playing bassoon. We're playing the Ebert Trio. And we go out there. It 
It wasn't, I don't think it was his his recital. It might've been like a chamber concert where lots of groups, so it's a pretty big group. And I go out there and something's wrong. I can't figure it out. Not at all. Let's say half my notes are just not playing. They sound terrible. <sighs> what had happened was it took me half of a slow movement, so painful to navigate, to figure out my tuxedo jacket had gotten caught under one of the keys. So one of my keys wasn't clo- closing. So literally, I couldn't solve it. I'm sitting there what tapping does that keys. Sound like? It's that good. And that's that's. So um, we gotta sample that. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you say theme song? Theme song. I thought I thought I thought oh, that was dude, a new theme song. Dude, new beat. <laughs> <laughs> now, with um so you're doing the Slalapalooza thing. What's mm-hmm. what was that like playing in front of all these people besides the 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 potential disaster? I uh it was nerve-wracking for me because like I I was playing everything from memory. And Whoa, so, what? Yeah, it was all from memory. And it was like just really sparse string parts. And it was hard. It was more of like, I was focused because I was like, okay, this is the first or second chorus. I can't hear their words. The dancers are going in and off. I don't want, I don't go on when the dancers are going on, right? Okay, cool. And I'm looking at my friend, me uh, out. Callie, who's the cellist. She's playing her carbon fiber cello. Um, and she, she like, she knows the show. And so I'm just looking at her, like, are we good? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, I just follow her lead. I just follow. She was like, she was the taskmaster. I just was, I was living in her world pretty much. And she just did she do this a lot? She's she did a couple of shows with them already. Okay, so, she knew the drill. Yeah, that's a couple stressful. Of live shows. How yeah, much prep time, time do you have? Any? Um, just like a, a little bit. Yeah, I had plenty of prep time, and I knew I knew the parts, and and the parts weren't difficult, and it was just doing it for the first time. But yeah. instead doing it in front of 3,000 people, I'm used to performing in front of people, busting the subways in New York City. Uh, if I'm not playing Paganini or anything like Stravinsky, like I'm, I'm okay. Like I, I don't, I don't feel like there's going to be some deficiency in my playing mm-hmm. where I won't be able to deliver. Right. As I said, part one was the performance. So we did the performance and then I go back and then I look Back at our trailer, half alive, I look at the trailer next to me, it's Saba. I was like, oh. <laughs> So, and I'm freaking oh. out and I'm on my phone. I'm chilling outside. I changed back to my clothes. I was actually wearing this shirt, mm. this shirt. Mm. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, I, I, I have this really loud, wet splat on the crown of my head. And then I look down at my phone. There's there's this brownish splatter on my phone. It's on my hands. I'm sorry, bro. My water bottle. Dude, a bird shat on me. (laughs) Like just right in the middle of my head. And it had a radius. The thing had a, it had a splash. Oh my God, an aftershock. It was so loud that the, 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 the trumpet player that I was chilling next to was like, the fuck was that? You good? (laughs) I was like, I think I got shat on. And I like put my head down and he was like oh yeah it's white stuff i'm like so and it's on my shirt too (laughs) and so okay so this sets up the context for the whole rest of the story all right okay so this is part one so i go and i clean it out part two comes i'm hungry 
but I'm conflicted because I got, just got shat. You got on. shat on. So naturally, I go eat, and we have <laughs> fried rice and and some beef and broccoli. Uh, and then I leave, and then I'm going because uh, we had actually scoped it out. We had sh- played the show. All the musicians we were free to go. We would go see, and we went and saw some other shows at Lollapalooza. All of this while you got some little bit of bird a little duty. bit, little little bit doo doo, and and it's in my shirt too. But I'm like trying not. To I'm trying to play it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. got shot on too, right? Yeah, you've been there, right? We've all been shot no, on. No, no. I This bird had a particular fuck you in mind for me. So um, I'm sweaty. I'm shitty. And so I'm chilling out with some friends and there's a barbershop. And I was like, yo, I need to go get a haircut. I didn't, obviously. But I wish I had because my barber shop is closed. I went to go get. Oh, a, wait, close, close, close for now. They're like doing construction. It's like that place where Nipsey Hustle got shot, shot uh, next to the marathon store. They're like doing some sort of monument or whatever. Uh-huh. All the adjacent stores are closed. Whoa. So and it's fenced off. And uh, I saw it in my barber's uh, IG story. And then I texted him. He still didn't text me back. I texted this dude like three times. He, he never texted me back. <laughs> so I, I need to go find him. It's like, dude, I got shit on. I don't on. care I if you, you cut Nipsey's hair, man. I, 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 I need to on. know I when I come. I got shit on. So I didn't want to cheat on him. That was the thing. So I was like, no, I'm not going to get my hair. I'm not going to cheat on my barber, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respect him. I'm going to respect him. Strike three, homie. He didn't even text me back. I drive by yesterday trying to get a haircut. Anyway, so... The theme here, part two, is like, I'm feeling shitty. And uh, I want to feel better. So I got a free massage. And it wasn't just, yeah, they had a booth where they give you a a 10-minute massage. It was actually more than five minutes, but it's okay. Booth counting. And I asked her to, to do my lower back. Because like I recently just done a bunch of kettlebell exercises Mm -hmm. and I did one set too many and my lower back was was hurting. I think I did 75 reps like Tim Ferriss told me to, but (laughs) I I don't think I'm strong enough. So for like five days, my back was fucked. So I was like, hey, and it's actually feeling way better now. I feel normal. And I think the, this massage had to do with it, but she was like, this lower, lower also means like glutes. Are you good with that? And I was like, yeah. So, <laughs> so actually, she spent a lot of time on my butt. How'd that, how'd that feel? <laughs> I had a butt massage. She like getting weird a, a thing. legitimate butt massage. A legit like, how butt does it massage. Work? So they like move your leg to this. So you're on your stomach and you have your legs up, uh-huh. your knees up, right? So your feet are facing the sky, but your knees are on, on the ground. And they'll it's like, like take if you your like knee. face planted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Splat, right? So she she'll take your leg and pull it to the outside just a little bit, and for some reason that stretches your butt. And then she's like rubbing your butt and moving your leg in both inside and outside, and you can feel the muscle moving. Whoa! And it's wild. And then you feel my butt was sore for a little while, but now it feels incredible. Now it feels like I need to like work it out more. So you so you got shat on. Got shat on. Great performance, shat on. Then the result of being shat on, going and eating my feelings and then getting a butt massage. And then part three, mind you, I'm still feeling shitty because obvious reasons. I'm walking back to go see Saba perform and I'm about to catch this golf cart ride back to the T-Mobile, T-Mobile stage. And you'll never guess who walked by me, bro. 
fucking Jaden Smith, man. What? Yeah, and I was like, I was chill. I was like, I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I had, I, I, we've we've I talked about thug. him. We've I know. About, did we talk be, about him like be, because like at the re- at the rehearsal for this show, he was at the same rehearsal studio, uh, bro, with his pink Tesla. But, it's pink Tesla. And everybody, every the whole band saw him. But I and they were like, "You want to go see Jaden?" He's like, "Outside." I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to be a fanboy. I'll see him sometime soon." And I, I see him at Lollapalooza, and I was like, "It's my chance. It's my chance." And he's gone. I, I just, I like, I punked out, man. I fangirled so hard that I went back inside myself. That's okay. It was like a fangirl well, black hole well, you inside. Well, had, you had a new hole in yourself because you have you I had had a renewed fistula. butt. I had a fistula. <laughs> she worked out your Oh, fistulas. she worked out. She, yeah, she worked them out, and then it was one hole instead of two. Wait, it's supposed to be two holes. Fuck. Oh, no. We have two orbiting <laughs> black holes. We're about to break space-time continuum. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah. I finally watched, you know, Nine years late to the party, except it's actually like four. Interstellar, it's a great movie. <gasps> wow. I missed it. I missed it when it happened. Wow. I love, I like Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love Hans Zimmer. Yep. And so Hans, it's a great score. So I've yeah. heard the score a bunch because after weird. that came out, everyone yeah. else ripped it off. I just hadn't got a chance to see weird. it. And so I finally watched it. Yeah. It was incredible. Bro. I was, I was Bro. angry at myself that I had not seen it. Amy's. Amy's like you need you need to see this. And a like, lot okay. of scientists hate it, but I thought it was great. Neil did a great job he talking about it. Time he time enjoyed he enjoyed it, and they had a what they did different was they had an actual scientist like, as an executive producer, not an advisor. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, well we'll listen to it. We'll sling in some magic words, mm-hmm. but one of the main producers, the person who was in and on the project for the longest time, was an actual astrophysicist, you know, and not just a some lower tier one. He was one of the people who knew about this and i guess you can do that when you're running around with uh, dark knight and inception money you can just do whatever you want look i mean honestly how many think about how many scientists would love for their ideas and their discoveries to be put into movies like i bet you he could have just said like you he could have just like with all his dark knight money i i want you you will be my advisor what if christopher nolan actually talks in in Christian Bale's Dark Knight voice. You're gonna be Because you can't understand him. I want, I need you to go and write a, write a, help me write a screenplay. And I'll be Bane. About black holes. And we're not talking about African-American booties. (laughs) We're talking about interdimensional space travel. Interdimensional booties? We're talking about Allegories of the fourth dimension and love and how it is multidimensional. Are you ready? Can you can you can you back it up with science? Will Matthew McConaughey be in the movie? Matthew McConaughey will fucking lead the movie. And for some reason, Matt Damon will also be there. He somehow got away from Mars. How did now he on get this... in here? He, it's been an hour. And he he's did a villain. He was in this movie. He lost his damn cookies. I can't believe he agreed to this. Were you born in it? <laughs> it was a great movie. Oh, he was born in it. I was Jason Bourne. <laughs> it's tied together. How do we do that? Dude, I am a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a, I'm a comedic genius. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I was not prepared for Matt Damon. He was Jason Bourne. Because in he's it. he's, you know, he's top shelf. And then to to appear for maybe 20 minutes. 
in a three-hour film mm-hmm. to show up an hour and a half in to be an asshole. That's how. That's yeah. how you know it's a good film. If when you're a super celebrity and you'll yeah. agree to be low billing. Yeah, for sure. But he was a great character. And I want to just compliment you on your Bane impression. That's right. Thank you. It's very good. It's very good. Have you seen that? Oh, it's oh the is it the Arl Knots? That really funny YouTube channel that does. No. Th- they went viral. They did the the end of Star Wars, the throne room scene with no music. <laughs> it's just the awkward. <laughs> and you just see how like lame it is. Uh, what else? They've done a bunch, but they did a, a Bane rap. Oh my it's incredible. God. It's so what when he's in the stadium, uh-huh. they're in the football stadium. Oh, and he's just like, and he's, like <laughs> he's just dropping bars. He's like, oh, start the beat. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Bane. Oh, and I will crash your plane. It's really good. So I don't actually do a Bane impression. I do an impression of the all knots of Bane rapping impression. That's deep YouTube. Yo, speaking of knots. Yo, I was hanging out with the uh, and Interstellar. I made a new friend. Let's hear it. And she is training to be an astronaut. Well, what? Who? Who? Yeah. You? You? you let's. Well, I, I gotta know more. I, 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 I can't. I don't. I don't know if I want to dox her. No, don't. Don't drop names yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's until a fr- she's in space. She's a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's about to. She's like taking pilot classes. She's super fun, super interesting. I think I made a new friend. I'm like really. I'm really stoked on it. Um, yeah. And so she, we were actually talking about like pop culture stuff. Oh my like God. How scientists think about like scientific art, <laughs> you know, people like trying to make an interstellar and stuff. And, you know, I, she was just, cause she's, she, she used to work for Boeing. So she's more of like the engineering, oh, really? engineering awesome. side. Yeah. But she's like, uh, she was just talking about how like resistant scientists can be to like a lot of that because it's just weird. Well, it's, it's the the little idiosyncrasies and what I think is so funny is like I see that with us. We roll our eyes at Mozart in the oh, jungle, you oh, know. Or every or every time someone just screws up. Yeah. Um. Again, we'll dox him. John Hong. Yeah. Made a hilarious video. So yeah. GE GE appliances. They uh-huh. had some new oven. And it's when like a this? double. It was it was recent, maybe wow, within the past. It was month. It on Facebook. Yeah, it was on oh, Facebook. That's see, why. I don't go on Facebook anymore. Yeah, and it, yeah. it did well. I, was, I thought his video needed more views. Yeah. So GE posted well, up we, some. We should we should bump some, it. We some vid it. Yeah. some video, um, where they they were selling some, you know, fancy double oven mm-hmm. new thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the 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 whole the soundtrack is just. This lady's walking by with an oboe, mm-hmm. but all you hear is just like bad clarinet, mm-hmm. and that's it. So that it's it's not like a, a little side piece oboe. This lady walks across. The main focus of the image of this entire ad is an oboe, but is, it- is this lady playing an oboe? And, and so John made his own video of him walking about by like playing his clarinet upside down. It's hilarious, and then he he just imitates everything in that mm-hmm. little little commercial. That's and GE responded, and they upped. They responded to all the musicians reaching out, uh-huh. and they upped their donation to uh, I, I can't remember, but just more arts arts funding. <gasps> that yeah. is brilliant. Well done, GE. And 
That's and so what, we'll laugh at everyone. Mean. We've already yeah. made fun of August Rush. Like, I'm slapping guitar. Ring, 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 ring. Yeah. And, but with science, I guess it makes sense to some degree why you'd be upset. It's, oh, that's not real. But not not a who cares thing. But you need to, there's a reason why it's called science fiction. Yeah. You need, I think Neil, Fra- Neil phrased it the same way. You need the base of science, come yeah. from something science, and yeah. then add in the fiction. Because a lot of times science fiction is actually more predictive yeah. than it is, than we, than we think. I watched you know? right after, because I was kind of embedded in the profoundness of that movie, I watched a bunch of those behind the scenes things. And that's where I found out about the having the lead scientist coming on there. And some of the things they had developed, some of the images, the things we see, uh, the projections of what actually a wormhole or black hole would look like hadn't been created yet. No one had put in the funding or budget to really drop in a high definition of what would happen to the light entering. And it's like, it's not really a sphere. It's like a a, a quarter of the sphere and how it would zoom around and kind of spread and expand. Yeah. So they spent a lot of time trying to get as close as you could in an enjoyable way to what that experience might be like. And what it looks like. And that's like. why I think yeah. Neil obviously enjoyed it. And then they're on that that planet with the wave and it's possible it something like that could happen. Maybe not to the extreme, but... The Earth works like that with the tides and the moon. That's exactly how the Earth works right now with it these used, waves. They just uses, ramped it up. Yeah, and and it creates drama. You know, it's so funny how if you understand science, you can create believable worlds, and that's what's beautiful about science fiction. Yeah, so like, you get Star you Wars and Star Trek and all these uh, Black Mirror too. Mm-hmm. That's science fiction, kinda, but. I mean, no, not kind of. It definitely is. It's fiction. That shit has not happened yet. Mm-hmm. But based on the trends that are going. And that's why science fiction is so powerful and it's so important because it gives commentary. Once again, art showing up being important because then it could affect how we do things differently. If there was a big, like, uh, for instance, I would say a documentary is a f- work of art, mm-hmm. right? Supersize me. I wonder yeah. how many people stopped eating McDonald's after watching Supersize Me. I went to McDonald's after watching it. Ew, no, man. I, I was <laughs> off of it for a minute because it like also made people recognize what they're doing. Yeah. Just by a reflection. Here's what you're doing, but ramped up. And here's what actually happened. And I'm just Getting saying the Getting things into... Be- the cultural sphere, one thing we've mentioned yeah. before, like on Netflix, when they see us, that particular show, it's putting what normally would be in the confines of a documentary, which are pretty low budget. Mm-hmm. They don't, you don't see a lot of documentaries make it into the theaters. No. Almost none of them do. Yeah. So they don't have a big spread. They just end up on Netflix. They just end up on Netflix. And you yeah. might see them if it's about a serial killer yeah. and people make a podcast about or it. Or about a, a, a commune in Oregon that poisons an entire town. Gotta love it. Yeah. And But it's wild. what Ava DuVernay did with When They See Us, and we, to some degree, like the big short, mm-hmm. where these films, shows, will... With the big short, they kind of enhance reality and they make what should be a very boring thing entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a financial crisis, dull, even though it affects everyone. They they made it enjoyable with the big cast. They made it they made it an effective narrative where you, you will walk out of there with the basics and and things you need to know in context, even if it even if things are dramatized. But with uh 
Evan Eva DuVernay's When They See Us, it's just a, a good recent example of where trying to really imitate exactly what happened, but we see it and it's highly produced. Mm-hmm. It is set up in a narrative structure. You have the directors in there, they're making artistic choices, but they're they're basing it, not even basing it off reality, they're trying to get as close to they can and just highlighting certain areas and putting it in the structure of of a feature, of a of a piece of entertainment and art but really trying to educate and let everyone know and get beyond a normal reach of a documentary. Mm-hmm. This, you need, everyone needs to know the story. Mm-hmm. And something like that is getting, it gets people fired. All the it people does. who got away with the crap yeah. and locked those boys up. Yeah. They're gone. So they're, they're getting, they're get getting fired. Get and, it, and everyone knew, and years later, nothing happened, but because of a, of a show on Netflix, people were getting the boot, finally. Yeah, I mean, and there's. I heard there was a. Uh, was there an Epstein documentary? There was. An, I don't remember. A, there was Epstein, a doc- but it, what was this document? No, it's the New York got- Subway documentary. There's a there's a documentary that's being made right now talking about the mount like the uh, the misappropriation of funds of the oh, New I bet York it's City gonna Subway. Blow up everyone, bro, it's about to be nuclear because like if you've ever been back, I just went back. Back in it's June. It's worse, right? And it's worse. Dude, I couldn't even, I took the M60, I've, maybe we talked about it. I took the M60 from the from the airport, select, to go to Astoria Boulevard, like I always do. Yep. Again in LaGuardia, it's, that's what I do. And the trains aren't running from Astoria Boulevard, bro. So what do you do? They're under construction because they haven't done the maintenance. And it's, and it was the middle of a, it was the, it was rush hour. <sighs> It was right, it was like 6 p.m. and there are just no trains there that week. Bro, they're just closing stations now. It's falling apart and more and, people and are just pouring every in. Every afternoon I was in Brooklyn. Every afternoon between like noon, don't at me. I didn't pay attention. Who looks at those notices, especially if you don't live there? But <laughs> in the afternoons, they say midday maintenance. Midday maintenance. You can't. That's that's the I mean, worst time. Remember, it used to be just weekends. Yeah, and and, and nights. And, and, yeah, then it maybe came two a.m. Then it was late nights, which affects Midday. which affected us. So it did. Yeah, we trying to get home from a gig, but you, the gig ends at eleven thirty. You get home at two because you just got away for a train. Yeah. Look, midday. It's wild. So I can't wait. And for that's that a huge stop. That's a huge stop. There's so many. Yeah. Bro. That's gonna infuriate everyone, yeah. dude. I'm I left a store because Broadway wasn't running either, and that's where the stop I lived off of. And now they're trying to, because uh, I heard conflicting things either at the state level or the city level. Their articles came out like we're gonna stop enforcing fair fair skippers anymore. Yeah, and then the next couple of weeks, it's we're increasing our enforcement of. Of the of, fair of dodgers fair or whatever it is, <laughs> and the turnstile jumpers, and we're raising the prices. Raise it's like, price. wait, what happened? I thought we just did the good thing of why are we wasting to put someone in jail? Just costs a lot of money to arrest someone that that gets lost. To arrest someone, it costs lots of money. So if someone skips out, maybe the city loses. What, Where's all this bucks? money going? Whatever. Where's- if it cost, if it costs thousands and thousands and thousands to even put someone through the process to let alone go to jail, which is hugely expensive to everyone. Why are we locking up people over, over a couple bucks? That's uh, bad business. People should be against that. We shouldn't be locking up people for dumb crap. Who is it? 
Yo, it's Unk. Oh, oh shit. Crap, you know what time crap, it is? It's crap, po- oh, politics man. talk. Okay. Tulsi Gabbard ear. talks about that. Oh, really? Criminal justice reform. Yeah. She's interesting because she'll say some great things, but I don't see her going far only in that the oh, Democratic no, Party not. hates her she's because she did. Google. She she met with all the dictators that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Mm, Foreign policy is interesting. Well, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So that's why, because it's confusing. You hear her talk and you're like, why, is no, why aren't more people behind her? Because she says some great things. Yeah. And it's because she's also done terrible stuff. So she has a lot of stands who love her uh-huh. because she is, you know, anti-war. Well, she's former military and, and too. Like and I she, respect and that. And so that's, yeah. that's great. And what she's really she interesting. With, what did she do with Assad? She met with Assad and you're not supposed to and other stuff because he, you know, kills his citizens. Yeah, I don't know the but, full but, details, but but, but 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 so does Kim Jong Un. Yeah, so but we're not. So there's a well, that's a different type of me. We're here's, meeting. Here, here's she's here's, not going to negotiate for us. She isn't. No, is, what is she going there? No, for? well, I don't. I don't know the full details, but because that's part of why go, they don't like. She her. talks about the military industrial complex, which I think is something that's not talked about. Mm-hmm. Also, like how we backed out the Iran deal, and now we're not proliferating that's nuclear arms. Stupid. Now again, oh, do, speaking of that, do you hear about? Uh, North what? Korea turns out, oopsie, they've been testing and we're still working on nukes. Duh. Of course, yeah. Duh. But now we found, I can't remember, they've done that is a their, handful of That is of their survival launch. mechanism. Yeah. Why would they get rid of that? Why, that? That is literally their whole reason for the regime anyways to make And all they had nukes, to do so was just shake, shake Trump's hand and they got, and they just get a free pass. <sighs> Bro. So it's now worse than... It oh, it's way, but it's way worse. We got, we got ours. Did you hear that? The the, uh, the drone shot over the Gulf of Hormuz or whatever, Strait of Hormuz. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like we almost like bombed Iran. Like, oh, did that have been that have been chaos? Oh, oh, oh bro. Chaos. And, and, and then, I, okay. So remember when we talked about World War One? This is I'm kind of like I'm kind of like in conspiracy theory mode, and maybe it's because of the history. Dan Carlin's hardcore history, when man. We I've been listening. World War One. I. I haven't I haven't heard his voice in years, so let's just You know, it's it's kind of like when you put <laughs> when you put Agamemnon on a boat and you send him Now do it deeper. Army. Do it deeper. And it's like it's like you got you you send Agamemnon to go over. <laughs> Maybe I imagine he has a deep voice because he's he's no, it's really not that deep. He's dropping knowledge. He's dropping bars of historical precedents, right? <laughs> the historical precedents being when you have populism rising worldwide, when you have economic tensions. I just heard from my friend who I went to Hollywood Bowl with yesterday. She's Korean. She just told me that. Uh, the 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 Japanese government right now is denying their imperialistic exploits in the 20th LOL. century, and it's causing a big trade dispute to where now they are. I think uh, Korea cut off exports to Japan. Japan needs exports. Japan does. Yeah, it's on an lot. island. It's, it's on an island, and it, most it of it's mountainous. Make- it can't make a lot they of They don't have things. a lot of resources. That's why they invaded Manchuria in the first place. That's why they took advantage of mm-hmm. the Korean Peninsula and China and spread out into the Pacific. They needed resources. A big thing that everyone <laughs> misses out. Or oh, I mean, World War II, yeah. case closed. Resources, resources. Power. Trying to grow. A lot of countries, and we get that from other sources, and Dan Carlin is one mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. 
the expansion, why do, why do, uh, similarities between both Japan and Germany, even though mm. they're on other sides in World War One, mm. is then the need to expansion to and the need to expand, the need to expand. We're and dumb people talking else, about smart things. Yeah, we're just we're like <laughs> we're like. We're like, it's like if someone said something smart in the other room and we just overhear like, it yeah. and we just regurgitate yeah, it. Yeah, but, but it's telephone, so we just do it yeah, shittier. This is totally, we're telephoning in. That, <laughs> that should be the name we're of our- We're faking it. This, this is, is telephoning it in. Yeah. This is our segment. This segment is just telephone history. Where we yeah, just, yeah, yeah, We just say boop, random boop, things. Boop, 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 Hello, holis- history? History? Hi, hi, this is history speaking. You're you're still trying to fuck me? <laughs> okay, yeah, come on over. <laughs> So it's a booty call for history. But, uh, both Germany, uh, what really winds up causing all these if, issues mm-hmm. for both of these countries is that they start hitting their stride at just a little too late past everyone else yeah. in that they want to expand, but yeah. everything else is already taken by all the other all colonial the other colonial powers. Imperialistic the UK powers. has gone on. It's expanded. Uh, Portugal, Spain, they've you know expanded. What's fucking crazy? It's Japan. That's why they... They they sided with the Allies in World War One, yeah. so they could expand into China, and then come Whoopsie. the thirties, and then Japan <laughs> just keeps going. They, they 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 keep going into the Pacific. They keep going because guess what we did when Commodore Perry went over <laughs> in eighteen thirty three. They still were in their feudal era, kind of. They were way eighteen thirty three. Oh my god, the history of Japan. Be, they were way behind, and we like had our big guns and and metal ships, and we were like, "Open up for commerce, or we'll do it for you." Have we you seen that? The history of Japan. You yes, it's great. So good. Yes. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. yeah, and then we got armies. An army. Yeah, we're gonna fuck you. So <laughs> here, here's the deal, though. They saw that we were gonna victimize them. Mm-hmm. And we did. We told we did. Them. And what was it? We victimized the fuck out of them. But they wanted to avoid that. And they thought the only way to do it was to catch up imperialistically. Right. And that's what led to, you know, the subjugation of the Korean Peninsula and then the spreading into the Southern Pacific, Southeast Eastern Pacific, and also into China. So going back, they did a lot of atrocities. A lot of. Oh, it's really it's bad. Unspeakable. And they deny so well Japan and China. And they're denying it. Tiananmen Square, Korea, all of those this government, which is insane to think of how many people, their populations are way bigger than the states. Mm. And so many people know these things, but how powerful propaganda and how things we we even though we're lied to all the time in the States and are just taught the wrong thing mm-hmm. or just things aren't revealed it's conveniently. It's everywhere. Is that it happens everywhere and to an extreme yeah. to where you are punished for those views. Mm-hmm. And it's not in your history books. Very uh, McGraw-Hill style. Oh, mm-hmm. there were states' rights, right? Yeah. Oh, we didn't do the rape of Nanking. We didn't subjugate no. the Koreans or Cambodia. the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Cambodia. No, we, we didn't spread it. We weren't an imperial. We were always good and that white man bombed us. Mm-hmm. Fucking Godzilla. And so Fucking when, Godzilla. So when, when when you when you have that perspective, you then have children who grow up not knowing about your dark yeah. hat past, and then it gets slit. Korea's like, no, you need to tell your people what you did, you because we are still suffering. Yes, we are an economic power. There's this fighting going on now, mm-hmm. and now it's turning into trade disputes. Now it's turning into it's economic tensions, which reduces resources, which then ooh, old habits die hard, right? Yeah. And this emperor is not really helping. He's a violist. 
Oh my the god. The Japanese emperor's violist. Yeah. So he should know fucking better. He needs to know better. He has to read out to a He needs to you need to reach out and need to be a good person. So that's going on. That's that just that area. Okay. So South Korea and Japan. There's we're supposed to be on the same team here. Guess what? There's North Korea and there's China. And China's thinking about trying to like look at Taiwan. Like, that looks tasty. Let's do some drills. Like, oh my god, that food. Let's do some military drills to see if we can <laughs> grab that back real quick. So that's a powder keg. That reminds me of like World War One with uh it's kind the of Balkans. incredible it hasn't something already hasn't happened. But I mean, we're edging closer. One thing, again, it's just perspective. No one after World War One. Thought World War II was going to happen. Yeah, it was then, <laughs> World War One. It's what the Great War. Mm-hmm. This is it. We're done. No more wars. Thirty years later, worse. And and there's nothing. If history tells us anything, there's no chance that something might. It's not allowed to arise. It very well could happen again, no matter how comfortable and advanced (parentheses) we think we are. It could it's, happen. It's it, it, and you know what's even funnier? It wasn't even thirty, because like it, we ended it, it ended in uh, nineteen eighteen. Mm-hmm. Hitler invades September first, nineteen thirty nine. Twenty years, bro. Twenty one years. So if you were born the at next, the end, like, what, six years. If you were born at the end of World War Two, you at World War One, you fought in World War Two. Yeah. If you were born after it, bro, that's what's so crazy, right? But. Here's the deal. World War II, we had planes. So we just bombed entire cities and killed way more people, right? Think now about what happens now. Nukes. Well, inter- intercontinental that. ballistics. You don't even have to leave your couch to, to decimate an entire city, right? Well, that's very convenient. Yeah, bro. It's like you, the Grubhub of missiles. Yeah, dude. It's like you just open up the app. <laughs> open the app. Who pissed me Ugh. off? To, oh. Thailand? Thailand uh, tweeted at me. Three, what, was that, what did that tweet mean? Yeah. Were they subtweeting? Oh my me? god, 3.5 stars? Ew. Missile. I don't have small hands. <laughs> Who made this comment? Okay, yeah. Cambodia is not a problem anymore. Yeah. Well, also, they have these. We've been working on our <laughs> Space Force. Yeah, bro. We, 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 they, they're going to drop. I can't remember the, the code name of it. Maybe it's Valkyrie. It's some badass. It's probably Valkyrie. Oh, you mean they like shoot those the more we giant try to keep, iron yeah. rods? That are more powerful than nukes and have no nuclear waste. Basically dropping a giant rod from space. And because it generates such a wide force. Kinetic energy. It, yeah, it's, well, it's just going so fast. It's dropping in there. It's very dense material. It's flying through. Gravity pulls that sucker down. Super accurate. And it hits with the force of a nuclear bomb. But there's no and waste. No it's just It's no fallout. Are you serious? Yeah, man. That they should just drop my drop my mixtape. I need to drop my mixtape that hard. (laughs) No, that yeah, that's my yeah my mixtape. No nuclear waste. No nuclear. Oh, no fallout. No fallout. That's much better. Dude, okay, we gotta make a trap called a trap. We gotta make a track called No Fallout, dude. And we gotta rap about the space force. The space. The space force national anthem. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? No, that that is terrifying. Yeah. And because then it's, what? if it's floating around in space, you can hit anywhere from any time. Yeah. It's also, nuts. also, I, I just can't even imagine what the, in, what, what, like, would people die from concussion? <laughs> it just, 
It might as well just is play. It it's like the NFL. It's like yeah. getting hit by the NFL. You're getting hit by Ray Lewis, but it's everybody. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> by if Ray Lewis came from space. What if it was like non-lethal though? What, what if it was just kind of like pushing somebody over? What if they just had a really tiny rod? It was like big enough to make a shockwave that could like make people fall over, but that's what it did. So it's like North Korea is being a bad boy. You just be like, sit down, North Korea, and you just shoot it. It's like, like a they fall on their ass. It's a squirt. It's a giant. When we need a giant squirt bottle, and it's like yeah. for cats. It's like, <laughs> <and> that, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's, it's rain. A it's a non nuclear squirt bottle. We just bottle. invented rain. Yeah, that's what oh, happened. Oh, nice. If we can make rain, we can make hurricanes. We can make rain. We can make hurricanes. Oh my god, bro, that would be weather. I know we're our, probably our military is probably doing that before. Oh, you know they're, they're trying. Excuse me, who is it? Unk, hey, it's Unk. Stop talking about my fucking weapons, bitch. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Wait, yeah, wait, my wait, bad. Wait, okay, wait, let's let's. I don't want to be. Yeah. It's, oh, you, do you still want half of my paycheck? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Love you. Another weird thing. Just to tie off. Yeah, first off, you puppies. Dude, dogs, man. It's changed my schedule. I have to wake up early now. Otherwise, he's going to go all over the place. Yeah. He's going to start eating but, crap. But, but, but like it's creating more healthy habits. For yeah, so I now I have to. I do. I wake up early. I have to be yeah. up at, I'm up at 6.15 every day. That's beautiful. And instead of, oh, I got to drag myself to the gym. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Not today. I now have to because <laughs> the moment my alarm goes off and he realizes- it's time to get awake. It just he's just oh, he's crying. Got, and, and it's and it's like in beat. It's too. time. It's, it's time. like in beat. Walk me, bitch. I pissed on your carpet, dude. That's tough. Yeah, yo, Shiloh, you wanna you wanna get on my mixtape? Dope, dope. <laughs> so it's it's nice. So this guy's I, yeah. We'll see if his his um, crying perf- in there. That'd be perfect. So the the other thing is yeah. you have to keep the place pretty clean, particularly just the ground, because this this little guy, we, we call him Roomba is his nickname because yeah. he just he's just he flies he around. Sucks. If it's on the ground, he sucks in it. It doesn't matter if it's if it's garbage, feet, feet, <laughs> shoes, laces. <laughs> you, you pooped on the floor. He pooped yeah. on the floor. He's <laughs> going for it. Yeah. And he's gonna put that in his mouth. He's gonna put it. In and his it's mouth. like I gotta stop that. Yeah, you got pushed. There's a bunch of things they can't have that I eat all the time, Uh like onion, garlic, garlics. It's all over the place. Yeah, and you just gotta put it all away. The problem is this: this this little guy's so cute that he 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 gets away with everything. Yeah, and you gotta put you gotta. I I laid on the hammer. You gotta. You got. I'm the boss. You gotta be the boss. I'm the boss. Who's bigger? Are you the man? I'm the boss. Is Who the has man opposable thumbs? Who's the man in the house? Opposable. Sometimes I, I flex on them. I show them my thumbs. I'm like, I got these. I got thumbs. I can open doors. <laughs> Stick that in your your plate and smoke it. He even gets like nice food, so we make him his food. It's so oh, bougie, right? Damn, dude. This but, dog. So it's actually, so it's cheaper. So we're not getting him salmon. It's ground turkey, carrots, spinach. Bro, I feel like this dog. Yeah. Is gonna be the new Jaden Smith. Like you're raising him <laughs> so gonna, well. He's gonna. He's driving around his pink puppy Tesla, dude. Yes, and he's like gonna be tweeting with both of his paws, like <laughs> existential nonsense. I thought about giving him a a, a parody a rapper account, Lil Shiloh with the dollar sign. Please, and just you know, get, get him some do. And and so it's just a normal cute photo of him. Yeah, but it's some hard trap. It's like, plane. It's. So- 
and it's all about stuttering. <laughs> That's just the whole rap. Just, uh, That's the bit. Uh, uh, You know, oh, yeah, we're gonna go, and it's just him. That's gonna be crazy in post. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so ready for. Oh my. Oh my god. god. <laughs> I'm looking at the lines on this. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna. The transients are so clear, dude. Handy tense, dude. You you're gonna have to actually use those for some sort of like. We're gonna probably drum. take all of these these like little fragments at some point, yeah. and then just make something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll we'll do something. But dude, I love what you've been doing with the pod so far because we're having fun. Here, here, here's the deal. Let's hear. Tre- Tre- Trevor is our editor. Until we can afford to hire one, he is the visionary. <laughs> he has the master key to the way you the hear on. these shows. So when you hear those stupid extra ass things, little audio memes, the enhancements, enhancements, which give us our own special flair, that is. All our man right here. But Drew here is the visionary, the one who made this happen. And he also has to drive up here all the time. <laughs> so he is, he's done quite division an investment of, of time. Labor. So and, it is a division of labor. Yeah. He has to, he gets up up here in the in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, dude. Um, but he I, has to pull up in the mansion and you got to go through security. Yeah. And there's yeah. Santa Buddha. And, and you tried <clears> to hide um. You try to hide all that you know, stuff. Yeah. I try. I try to. I try to hide all the all the good shit. You tried to hide your water bottle. Yeah, I put, that I put giant. Blank, I got blankets in the back. Thirteen of my gallon car. water bottle. Oh yeah, dude. Sneaky this is good stuff, dude. This water, but you gonna learn. You got. You need an Under Armour sponsorship for mm. drinking that jug when you're done working out. Do you like? Do you? Are you like a uh, a football coach? Do you dunk your Gatorade on yourself? You self. You self dunk no, yourself. No, here's what. Yes, but also. It's not water. It's fucking kombucha. It's just straight it's like, kombucha. It's just straight kombucha. Because you get like this tingly feeling all You're gonna over get your if you, if you drank that much kombucha, it would be like full full blown ulcer. Oh, yeah, it's like, right oh. You would get fistula. <laughs> I'm going to put that, that over. Yeah. I'm going to put that over the, the beats from earlier. Yeah, that's great. That's but, but so my roommate makes kombucha. That's what that's. Oh, really? Yeah, What's that process that. like? Doesn't it smell? Does it smell? Kind of, but not bad. Um, So here's what you do. So you, you I'm thinking of kimchi. A yeah. That would be stanky. It's fermented though. Okay. But I love kimchi, dude. Like, I'm it's good. I'm going to, I'm going really to scope out H Mart up in my joint mm-hmm. and like just start, just get a big ass jar of kimchi and just like start murdering that bitch. Cause like, when I go, I just realized uh, I've been eating healthier. Yeah. So I'm taking more. I kind of have a good baseline of what it's like to not feel shitty after you eat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating lettuce and what bananas. What is that lie? Yeah, not lettuce. Spinach and bananas and, and, and just basic foods. And so when I, now that I'm eating cleaner and just, just not Popeye's every meal, you know, I'll have a Popeyes and I'll be like, Drew, oh Drew, my you're, you're giving God. away our sponsors. Oh, oh yeah. No, Sorry. No, no, no. Drew he does. I, I eat, I eat Popeyes every day, all meals every day, Popeyes in my mouth. Mm, and it is so delicious and not nutritious because <laughs> it is just bread. Popeyes, just fucking eat it. Just fucking eat it, bitch. <laughs> just put it down. Just Popeyes. Shut your goddamn mouth and eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? 
what I wanted to say though was I just recently went and maybe we talked about this Albert Chang. I went out mm-hmm. to dinner with him and Lily and uh, uh, Jeremy, friend of the pod, and uh, uh, Albert's sister Tiffany. We went to like this Korean joint. And what they do is they bring out, if you've never had Korean, like gone to a Korean restaurant, they'll bring out a lot of fermented vegetables before the actual food comes out because it helps with digestion. I had a thick ass bibimbap, no, bulgo, no, it's beef bulgogi, mm-hmm. right after all that fermented uh, cabbage and, and, and soybeans. Dude, I felt so amazing. Usually after I eat like thick meat and a lot of rice, I feel sleepy. Yeah. But- It's heavy. Dude, I felt heavy, but I felt so light. And I ate a lot. I ate a big portion. I ate to come like to being very full, but it was very different. And I'm realizing, yo, maybe I need to get some more fermented foods and some probiotic stuff in my diet. Cause and it's one of those you don't want to overdo it because a lot of people you can get sick from too much of it. But it certainly helps to have some. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I'm just going to keep drinking. This is so good. And then they have issues because they've just been taking in nothing but probiotics. Nah. Yeah. I mean, like if you're just eating bacteria, bro, come on. Bro. Some fiber. Bro. But what what I'm saying is like, I don't have it at all. And I don't really drink my roommate's kombucha yet. I only drink what she offers because she makes it for herself. I'm yeah, not gonna you don't ask wanna... it. Yeah, 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 Do you know how it's done? I don't know. Yeah, any... you purchase a, what's, it's, what's called is a, it's a bacteria culture called a SCOBY. And you purchase it off, off Amazon or something. Super mm. simple. What you do is you make pretty much sweet tea. You just very, very sweet tea. And you hmm. put the bacteria culture in there. You just let you put it, it sit. In a dark, you just let it sit. You put it in a dark place. So it, 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 it metabolizes the sugar and then it does anaerobic respiration and puts carbon dioxide into the (sighs) he's not breathing become a drink for white people become (laughs) um but anyway so she i've been telling her she's got to make it a business because i think she could really like just a low key and if it's good as an artist Bad snacks needs to make some fucking bad snacks, right? But if, you, if you're a rapper, you gotta have some bad clothing or something, right? I'm telling you, she goes sing. And then when I'm out my early show, music, I got and my, she sells kombucha at her fucking show. Got my man. solo toilet paper line. My yeah, side dude. hustle. Yo, and, Trevor's and, tea wipes. And and no square is the same. I like <laughs> hand draw on every single one. I sign them all. It's off. a labor of love. And I just write I write my my lyrics as I lock on them. Like wipe your ass with my wipe art. in this. Wipe your ass with my wipe art. In please. This. Please. 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 Keep wiping. Please. Keep wiping. Please. Keep wiping. Please. please. Get that duty off. Get your duty off your butt. Get that duty off. And you gonna go flush. Dude, we are super musical with this. I'm is, yeah, we yeah, this is it's out yeah. of control. Dude, it's, it, we need to calm down. This is gonna sound great when I throw some epidemic free beats on all <laughs> oh, you good. Yeah, I know. Shout out to Epidemic. Uh we need to get sponsored by them. We need to get sponsored yeah. for sure. We're using uh, it. Yeah, they're dope. And I think you do a great job. So I wanted to give a shout out. Dude. If you like it, go to go to Instagram and follow Trevor Bum Like and subscribe at, at Trevor Bum Gunner. You can Smash follow me like at that view kid. I hope you're following me. If you don't know who I am, hi. What's good? It's I, Drew. It's Drew. He does he does the, the gram. I, I, do, I do gram. I, I I do rap. He does music. I do viola. He does viola. I do YouTube. Tubes. Tubes. Oh yeah. my god. But th- this was this is super dope. I'm trying to 
figure out. So Shiloh, we were walking Shiloh. Mm-hmm. We're doing a little walk. We're, we're going yeah. to one of our sponsors. Yeah, uh, Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. Your asshole is bleeding. Yeah, you need to get that checked. Chipotle. Please consult your doctor after every use. Yeah. <laughs> Chipotle, <laughs> if it lasts more than four hours. <laughs> Run. <laughs> um, so uh, I just want to shout out your little man, dude. He took the biggest shit I've ever seen for a it dog. Was that massive. It was impressive. And of course, it was in a very inconvenient place. Yeah. And then he, and then just like, like a thought, he just stepped in it and looked at me. He's like, you're going to clean yeah, this Yeah, and up. he looked up like, Hey, daddy, Pick this up. you missed a spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, dude, that's cold. That's that, cold. That was poop, pretty it tough. was not cold. But. He, you, know what, you know what time it is. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, we were going to Chipotle, and then we kind of started talking about our, how do we get to our porn star names? I don't know, because we just started saying random just phrases. Started, yeah, that's, so how we open up every podcast is how we just talk to each other. We just like... Just joke after joke yeah, at each other. Ram- we're doing the ramble. It's in the yeah. show notes. We yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is like a show. This is this is for people with like ADHD. Uh-huh. It, we just we just go from segment to segment and we never finish any of them. And you love guac. And you love guac. You, you guac love, is extra. So you, we, we came to the conclusion that that's my, my catchphrase. From yeah. Hour. So after you. Be like. <laughs> Guac's extra. Guac's, <laughs> Guac's extra. Because, <laughs> like, whenever you go to Chipotle, you always, like, man, have some guac, Guac's extra. It's like, I know, bitch, I've been here before. Put, give yeah. me the guac. I love it when they, they, like, look at you and it's like, if they haven't seen me every day. Yeah. Like, be like, did I? Like, you're not like, can, I have, can I have some Guac, please? Guac's extra. I'm, did I stutter? And then just stare. <laughs> I stare into their eyes cold. Oh my god! So and I watch them, and they they do that spoon tap, and then they, oh they hit it on the counter. Yeah, and they're like, it you, gets me going. Are you done? Yeah. Did I stutter? So my porn star name is Lucky Windmead. So feel free to address Lucky. me. Address me as Lucky Wind. Mine would be, uh, what is it, pet Wait, name oh, first, then street it, name? Or is it yeah, street then pet, pet name? Mine would be first. Jeremy Dove. Ooh, that's great. That's, it's like, disp- that's. Jeremy Dove. That is sensual. That's, that's really sensual. So we we were like, here was the premise. As much as we eat, uh, as much as we eat Chipotle, we were like, what if Chipotle has superpowers? What right? if it was superpowers? And what it did to you was it did to you. It made you a fat dick. Fat dick. Proportional to how much you've eaten it, Proportional right? Proportional to how much you've eaten it. Ooh, Ooh. baby. And so that would be Trevor's tagline, you know, uh, Jeremy Dove. With the- Speaking of extra guac, so what are we doing this afternoon? So we've, we've, we've recorded yeah, a pod. Yeah, we've recorded a pod. We're going to hang out with, with some friends. I was trying to hit Brian King Joseph, but he wasn't responding. Mm-hmm. But uh, we can go get some Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Here's have you a been? funny. I've bit. not been. I have, and I'm about have to been blow to this your one? fucking mind. Yes, or I have. Because I know they have a couple locations. We're going with my boy Kayvon. We're going with Winton, both friends of the pod. Uh, I was trying to get my boy Antoine, who was performing at Lollapalooza the, this the day after me. Uh, oh. He was up there. He was like, "Yo, are you here, bro?" I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, bro." I'm He's here. like, "When are you back in LA?" I'm like, "On my way up, man. On my way to the airport." He's like, "Let's link up in LA." I was like, "Okay." Uh, you want to get chicken and waffles? 
but he can't come. So no. So sad day. But we're gonna we're gonna get him. We're gonna get him on here. We're gonna get him uh, some chicken waffles at some point. And uh, I'm about to bequeath the life giving essence. All right, everybody. Of Roscoe's. <laughs> so next time, next time on the Faking Notes podcast, we are going to have a Trevor who has been baptized by syrup and mm. breaded breaded chicken, which isn't disrespectful to Southern tradition. I will, I, I must say, it's not disrespectful. It's not. It does a good job. It, it it's decent. Wow. It's decent. And if a brother says you decent, man, this chick is nice, my dude. It's nice. Oh. I'm ready for it. We I'm ready for it. it. We gonna get it. It's it, so filling. It's it, it's, dude. I I don't I I can eat so much. I'm so and that's why I'm chicken afraid and to waffles or chicken right and now. like pancakes or whatever. Oh, it I, it's that's like one of the hardest meals that that it will almost always end me because it's so thick. Are you wearing loose pants right now, dude? I ate a salad and quinoa today in preparation. Ooh, so your body's ready. I skipped out on Chipotle. In I order to eat, Chipotle, in order to freaking eat some chicken and waffles. This is gonna be my dinner tonight. I'm gonna reboot. I'm gonna I'm gonna reboot this. I'm gonna. It's about forty years later. I'm gonna reboot it. Did you know? <laughs> like move like reboots. The average is like forty years before a reboot. Really? Yeah. Think about it. Star Wars seventies. Yeah, it came out in like the early two thousands. So about thirty years. Yeah. But I wonder if that if there's some logarithmic equation or something that brings us back in it or is. It where is. we're now it's just it's occurring more it and more actually, like how many spider-mans are we on i don't know man the the reason why though is is economics and there's actually some money. research going like when you get into your 40s you that's when you have the most nostalgia and nostalgia and, yeah. nostalgia i gotta send Powerful. you some videos that i'm watching but yet, nostalgia as an industry i'm actually watching this uh deep dive uh from rogue rocket uh, oh which is Philip DeFranco's, it's a subsidiary of his like God, new I used show. to watch him. Oh my God. Like he's so good. Ago. He's, he just started a new channel called well, He was one Rocket. of the first. Yeah. He's one of the first. He's tubers. a pioneer of He's tubes. a pot, but he's also independently funded news. And one of few independently funded news organizations. And he, he does a pretty measured, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen him in seven eight nine years dude you gotta hit him up i'll I'll hit because we're talking because we can talk this is how i keep up on news and so he on rogue rocket uh talks about stories that really aren't talked about like a recent one was like the racehorsing and like uh, oh yeah where a bunch of horses are dying they're dying and like the economics behind it and how there's policy there are like people who lobby to like keep it from being outlawed mm-hmm. but the fact we're drugging them we're running them into the ground literally we're like uh they're getting hurt and we're giving them drugs so mm-hmm. they don't feel the pain and then they're dying on the track we're jacking them up what was it yeah uh, i think we might LASIK. have missed mis- lasix yeah. is it's like a conversation about lasix but once again i was driving home and i was listening to it passively i wasn't really Actively getting Again, all the details. I'm a telephone person. notes. Yeah, telephoning and then me and Trevor know, and Drew telephoning, faking notes about it. But that's the idea, man. It's kind of crazy. So I just hope that this podcast is also a place where you can like hear about crazy <laughs> shit, where you can hear and then you do and then do notes, and then you like go do do we'll some actually more research, do real research until we can get a Jamie. Yeah, we need we need a producer to come in here and just be like, no, you that thing you're trying to quote from three years ago. Yeah. Totally wrong. You just, yeah, that's actually your money, your life. That's Shakespeare. Your money, your life. That's Shakespeare. That, that's actually Shakespeare. 
Like you, you fucking uncultured swine. <laughs> I hate my life and my existence because I'm a podcast producer, but I'm also really mark. My skills are marketable, and I could I could probably do better than this podcast. And, <laughs> uh, I know it's just like you know a, I was talking to TMG like earlier, the and they can offer me so much more money. T series, you know, they actually work. You know, they tour with their <laughs> pod. And they like actually make music instead of talking about it. You know, yeah, Tiny Meat Gang, shout out. They actually, you know, they've they they both have hot girlfriends, and I I the Drew doesn't have one. But you have three full questions on Hinge. I have yes, and they are really, really awesome. So you can at me on Hinge if you want. What is the what is your final question on Hinge? Oh, I talked about it, but uh, when you were gone, but it was like Monopoly, is like uh, what what never have I ever been being in Monopoly? Come at me, oh, devil face emoji, and girls are taking up the challenge, but I don't know, man. I look at the education, and it's like well, you've been slipping. That's because you got you got you stick some five hundreds in those shoes. Yo, bro, <laughs> I, I'm always the best. My aunt, my my, my cool aunt, she always used to slip. We'd play Star Wars Monopoly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'd always win, but it's because my aunt was slipping me 500s. I had it in with the bank. I was like a politician. I was I was getting bankrolled. The bank had my back. See, you were- It was like the mob. Oh, shit, And dude. so my uh, my older so, sister and my cousin were like, well, how does you keep winning? And I just I was just bankrolling 500s. So all it was, so it was like Congress. Yeah, it was just, yeah. It was like Congress. It was like you the lobby. Backed. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And then it was, what? It was Big Ant, and she was just feeding me money. Uh huh. And, and I bought it. I, I I turned a blind eye to the corruption of yeah. the Star Wars banking industry, and I bought that uh, Jabba's hut and oh, yeah, Tatooine, dude, that, and I bled. I bled. Dude, Tatooine, dry. A great location. Dude. Great location. Real estate, dude. It's, it's, kind, it's really it's, cheap. It's, it's, it's up being gentrified. It's up for coming. sure. By the Glorba Glorps. Glorba Glorps are moving in. Move out, Jawas, sand Man, people. You're if about you to see get a fucked. Jedi showing up in your place, it's it's gentrified. These are not the droids you're looking for. But this is the Panera you are looking but the, for. But but here they'll show you to the Panera. The the Trader Joe's on on Tatooine. And, and, is and at nice. the Panera, they don't wear clothes. <laughs> so. You remember that callback? It was that like was way. So I, I that's an old How one. How did you pull that one? That back? was an old one. So it was like you were like, I had a Panera Panera interview, and I was like, did you ever wear clothes? It was Panera, so no. <laughs> oh my god! Oh <laughs> yeah, my see, god. that's how good I listen to you, man. Oh my god! So if you want to, if you want to get with that girl, just listen to her. Look, you see, you see the way Trevor's mm-hmm. looking at me lovingly. Mm-hmm. That I'm love in about his that. eyes. Just get her some chicken and waffles. She'll love yeah. you forever. Oh, yeah, dude. So remember, girls want to laugh. They want doggos. And they want to beat Drew in Monopoly. They, 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 they can try to beat me in Monopoly. And they want food, dude. Go feed, go feed her. So what, so what type of uh, sign-off? Where are we, how are we going to close out with some value to our listeners? Mm, if we could sum it up. Dodge bird poop. Don't get pooped on by birds. Don't get pooped on by anybody, really, but especially not birds. They're disrespectful. They're rats with wings. They're dinosaurs. Okay. Don't look take, confident don't take on no stage. shit from dinosaurs. What? Yeah. Look confident on stage, no matter how bad things are going. Yeah. Yeah. Get as many booty rubs as you can. <laughs> get your glutes massaged. Get your glutes. Uh, make sure you say hi to Jaden Smith instead of being a little bitch. Um, but granted, 
if you never got pooped on in the first place, you'd probably do it. Yeah. Well, um, then, you know, you get yeah. the, the pink, a pink Tesla is intimidating. Um, you listen to Chance the Rapper's album, you go listen to it and you go be disappointed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Have you listened to it yet? No. Is okay. It- let's, let's have this to be continued. I want you, I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. I got it. I listened to it and I was like, I love my wife. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's not hard. It's like, it's like, if you were really happy and like smashing a lot, You'd make rap like that. Oh my god, yeah. dude! If you're happy and you know it, N- newlywed raps are not cool. Yeah. <laughs> when your life's too good, when your life's really good, you you don't go hard. Oh my god! But you can. You just gotta fabricate shit. <laughs> well, think of every country song. Yeah, it's just like and I got my truck, and it's like, dude, you're a millionaire. You have you have you a have Central Park facing apartment. <laughs> Which one, dude? Which yeah. truck? Which one? You got to be specific. Yeah. <laughs> like, with the with the eighteen inch rims ring, and, ring, and ring, the sunroof. I got I'm my truck. I listen to country. Tractor. The concert I went to the Hollywood Bowl last night was country. Dude, the bowl's awesome. Dude, the bowl is super awesome. I really, I fuck with it on a fundamental level. I think it's exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, what needs everyone loves nine. the bowl. And, and so it fills up no matter great, yeah. no matter what is in going on in that place. It fills up. The LA fill, it fills up. It's Every so everything big. else. Yeah. Little Mermaid fills up. Dude, it's it's crazy. But one thing I learned about some country is that it's four chords. And I was like, oh, this is for the ladies. Because mm-hmm. the lights are red and they're flashing and he's shaking his hips. What if it's like subliminal? It's just it's, it's like, just and I was looking at the women. See, the, my my favorite part about it, because the music was cool, but I got bored. I'm going to be real. And what happened, though, was because of that, I started looking around. I started watching other people and watching how other people were enjoying it. And it's different being in the audience because you, like, hear them and you get to see them. I, I, I try to look into the crowd when I'm playing behind these people, but, like, when I'm among them, like, women are, like... The, it's just it was also a lot of white people. So like Always. I got to I, I'm I'm around black people when I go to concerts and we just we kind of just like go in have a good just, time and, and we're all vibing and stuff. But we got rhythm. I'm looking at all the other people. Dude, white they're it's up like a, and it's they're like a zombie. gyrating. They're gyrating <gasps> nonsensically. It's just like it's like the Green Mile. <laughs> they're like twitter Peyton and I'm like, are y'all good? You're good. Is this I got seizure? scared, but then I started laughing. I was like, oh, this is mouth. how they turn up. This is Dude. fire. I never saw that before. Dude, I grew up in That's a white a community. I went to a majority white school, hung out with white people, but we were all dancing like black people. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew the dances because we're in the South. And like that was knew right outside moves. of Atlanta. Everyone kind of knows how to groove. Like it's a Southern thing, you know? Man. Uh, I I was I learned a lot, man. And so the final takeaway that I'm going to take is that no matter what you do, there will be people that really fuck with you. And I think a lot of it is not how good you are, right? Mm-hmm. It's whether or not you have the audacity to find out and to stick with it to see how long it takes. No right? matter what it is, if you yeah stick to it, confidence, and you invest in it fully, you got to go all the way. No plan B. You got to go all the way. 
No condom. <laughs> uh, please use a protection. Yeah. Oh yeah. All our if, if if you're not trying to create a sonogram, yeah, yeah, then yeah, then cover it up and tie the ends. Remember that could, you can put. Oh yeah, yeah, and but that's what you can put on a your hinge profile. It's like you're trying to get a sonogram. <laughs> Oh, like. that's it's a it's a bar. It's the the reason why I'm thinking about it. It's like J Cole at like on in New London. Have you heard that? Song? No. At the end of his verse, he's like, uh, "Fuck putting something on your IG. I'm gonna put something on your sonogram or something <laughs> like that." I was like, "Sonogram the new Instagram." Sonogram. I'm a man. I was like, "Holy shit, that's so hard." That's J Cole. I'm a J Cole stand man. I'm sorry. Dude, we stand away. All right, everybody. <sighs> but anyway, thank this you. This has been this. another journey. Yeah, we've gone you, all over the world. If you like this, you know, give You've us a rating. This far. You know, check us out. Give us a comment. We 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 are listening, and we love that you guys listen so long too. Yeah, just want to shout. We've been looking you at out. these numbers. It's kind of crazy. One, how many people listen to this, and two, how yeah. long? How you're, long? You're committed. You and see, and we I, love commitment. You know what? Contrary to my my relationship status, I really appreciate and welcome your commitment. And and be, be spending more than an hour with us each each time. That's that's more time than I spend with my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, everybody, peace. Um, Let's take care. I love you. No, we gotta stop kissing him, man. We do always. That's what kiss Joe. Him. That's what Joe. Oh, Rogan does he really do that? Yeah, he goes Mwah! big kiss. Mwah! That's how he ends Aww. his podcast after his ads at the end. Oh, so what? Hmm. What are we gonna what do? If, what if we just like end the podcast by just drinking water? Stay thirsty, my friends. That was a good one. No fallout. Yeah, no. We'll, we'll do something. <laughs> I eat, I eat Popeyes every day, all meals every day, Popeyes in my mouth. Mm. And it is so delicious and not nutritious because it is just bread. Popeyes. Just fucking eat it. Just fucking eat it, bitch. Just put it down. Popeyes. Shut your goddamn mouth and eat It's gonna be crazy in post, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. Shout out to Epidemic. Uh, we need to get sponsored by them. We need to get sponsored yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs>